Hey fam, welcome to the Prophetic Listening Podcast, the art of hearing God's perfect will. The podcast that invites you to tune into God's guidance and discover his flawless plan for your life. I'm Michelle Honora, your host, and I'm thrilled to have you here. I'm an author, speaker, and spiritual direction coach, as well as the founder and director of the Center for Prophetic Listening. In a world filled with noise and distractions, finding clarity in God's will can be a challenge, especially if you're facing significant life transitions. Whatever challenges you're encountering, you're about to learn how to discern God's perfect will for both significant and everyday situations. So tune in, open your heart, and embark with me on this sacred quest to hear God's voice and discern His perfect will for your life. Welcome to the Prophetic Listening Podcast. Hello, fam fam. Welcome to another episode of the Prophetic Listening Podcast. Super stoked that you're able to join me. Today, we have a very special guest with us. Her name is Stephanie Gass. Stephanie is a Christian business and podcast coach. Um, Y'all, she's the reason why I have this podcast here. Like I took her course and she's really, really good. Um, So she is a business and podcast coach. She's a boundary boss. Uh, She's a multi six-figure CEO. uh, And she helps women grow their online business and make money online using podcasting. Um, Hence, one of the reasons I took her course. So I strongly recommend if you are interested in podcasting, if you're interested in growing your business, if you are a Christian entrepreneur, definitely check out Stephanie Gass and her platform. Um, She's also the host of a top 20 globally ranked business podcast, Online Business for Christian Women. And she believes it's possible to partner with God to create income and impact without sacrificing your family, faith, or buying into the social media hustle, because who wants to do that? So welcome, Stephanie. Thank you so much for appearing on this episode. Well, hi, friend. And thank you so much for all those kind words. I'm so excited I can be here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to have you here. And, um, you know, typically with my audience or typically with my, my guests, I'm doing prophetic listening sessions and, you know, teaching them about the process and what prophetic listening is, but given your background with business and being a woman of faith, being a Christian, um, and, and being successful as an entrepreneur, I thought it would be a really cool idea to just ask you some questions about, how hearing God's voice and following his directive has been really crucial in your own business and in your own um, entrepreneurial walk. So to start with, um, why don't you just tell our audience, how did you first learn how to hear God's voice when you became a believer? Like, what did that journey look like for you? Yeah, that's such a great question. So I was saved at nine. We, my mom and I went to a large uh, Easter service at one of the like football stadiums. And we had prior to that, you know, gone to church here or there. And I wasn't definitely in a relationship, but I had gone through as a young child, a lot of spiritual warfare, so Mm -hmm. many attacks as a kid, like, um, you know, and this will sound crazy to any of you who've never experienced anything like this, but like demonic attacks at night that I would experience for like years, year over year, over year. And not knowing what it was, my parents thought I was crazy. They put me in therapy. Like they probably didn't think I was crazy, but they're like, this girl's got some issues. And the therapist would come and they'd tell me that I just had separation anxiety from my Mm -hmm. mom or whatever it was. And like, no one could explain these dreams that I would have. And this went on and on and on and on until this day that we went to the service. And I remember him doing the altar call. And I heard, I I more so felt a word of the Lord impress on my heart for the first time at nine. And it was like, go, 
And just the simple whisper of the word, I looked at my mom and said, I'm supposed to go down there. And I still praise God to this day that she was brave enough in front of 20,000 people to do the altar call. Like, can't we go to the cute church down the street and do the altar call? (laughs) So we go down and I just knew like something was different. Like there was an intuition at nine already that like I was safe. And from that day, the rest of my childhood, I never had another spiritual attack because now Jesus was with me. And even though I didn't really understand at that time, we don't have to understand all we have to do is lean in. (laughs) And so from that point, um, went on to become a rebellious teenager, which many (laughs) world changers become and, uh, you know, went on to find my identity and worth in all the wrong places, alcohol and partying. And I like that, um, recognition and then later in my career and all of these places, knowing I'm, I'm a Christian this whole time, but like pushing off relationship with Christ, right? Like I'll go to church here or there, but I really am in control of, of wholeness. I'm in control of fulfillment until, um, after getting married, my husband, I start kind of going here and there to church, but then I get pregnant and decide like, Oh, geez, you know, like we're about to have kids. Like I've got to figure things out. I had recently gone through a business failure, which had been my entire identity Mm. for the last, like this latter part of my, um, twenties and early thirties. And I had been dealing with lots of the business. I was in network marketing at the time and I had built it up to be a top. I was a top 1% earner in the company and I was drinking too much and had lots of anxiety. Anytime I would drink, I would have massive anxiety attacks So I didn't know, like, am I allergic to alcohol? Is this something more? I had started to pray more actively around like, God, show me what's causing the anxiety attacks. But I was refusing to look at the thing that he was showing me was the anxiety attack cause. Mm -hmm. And so I was like turning to God because things in my life were not feeling right and well, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't fully sold out to like the surrender piece. Right. So a pivotal moment came when the business I just, it fully fell apart and there was nothing I could do to control it. I was 60 pounds overweight because I had just had my second child. We had been going to church here and there. And I had been, like I said, leaning in a little more like praying, but still so gripping tightly to my own stuff, Mm -hmm. thinking that I was the way that I was going to get myself out of this. And, um, we went to this service at this new church And I remember I'm standing there in worship. Like it's this moment where you're just completely broken. Like the business had fallen away, which was my identity. Um, Didn't have my looks at the moment because I had what just had a newborn baby. Hormones were all over the place. I was struggling with this whole alcohol story. Um, I was struggling with like food and, and body and all of these things. And my worthiness was in the trash. Like, because I thought, it was money and success. And those were the things that had, had created worth in me. Mm-hmm. I'm just standing there, this like version of myself wondering, like, how did I get here? Nothing to show for it. The money's gone. And I'm standing in this worship moment. And like, I don't even remember the song. It was more about like, just this deep presence. And like, I dropped into that nine-year-old girl. I felt the exact same, just like, I'm with you. I'm here. Like I'm everything is taken care of. Just like this complete, like washing of the Holy spirit in that moment. And I just had never raised my hands in church before 
fully surrendered arms up weeping like a crazy, you know, the crazy ladies in church, y'all know <laughs> that was me that day. And I've I, been that. Catch him. I, I couldn't even look at my husband. Cause I was like, what is he doing? I don't know. And I just fully lost it for the Lord that day. Mm. And I went home and I was so hungry for him. I wanted to know everything about who Christ was. I wanted to get to know the difference, like what is God and Jesus and Holy spirit. And what are all the ways he can talk to me and how can he lead me? And like my whole perspective of what mattered changed. And that's when I became so hungry for hearing from him and from listening to him. And I learned that now, you know, that was, let's see, seven years ago, that moment Mm -hmm. that every year I would say I grow deeper and I I'm recognizing like, there's always more, there's always another level of listening. There's another level of, of growing with him. Mm -hmm. And it's been this beautiful journey of like more, more with God. And I'm so happy to go deeper into that. I'm sure you have thoughts and questions before I do. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. I mean, and totally resonates because, um, what you just said, there's always more you, you don't arrive in this Christian journey. You really don't arrive till you're, till you're standing at the pearly gates. So, um, that's a beautiful, beautiful testimony of total surrender. And it's hard. (laughs) It's hard to get to that point. And, uh, you know, sometimes we're hard headed. <laughs> yes. But he, he awaits us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, um, it's easy to lean into what's brought us comfort in the past instead of what will bring us true comfort and true healing in the future. And so yeah. we have to remind ourselves as Christians that sometimes what's comfortable is not always his way. Yeah. In fact, I would, I would go so far as to say a lot of times the thing that isn't comfortable. It's typically his way. He's always yep. stretching us. Right. Um, so have there ever been seasons in your life? And I I'm glad that you mentioned that you had faced a business failure, because I think sometimes when people look at figures like you, they think to themselves, Oh, well she did it. Why can't I do it? Like what's wrong with me? What? And failure is really just a part of being <laughs> it's a part of existing. Um, the question is whether you fail forward or not. Um, and so fast forward to what you do now, um, have there been times when you've mistakenly moved ahead of God, um, uh, in, in a decision or an initiative or a strategy, um, rather than being led or driven by his spirit? Like, has that ever happened for you? <laughs> Yes. And I do (laughs) like, there's two sides of this coin and you'll find yourself on one or the other. Probably there's those of us who are massive action takers. And then I go, whoops, let me ask God. Right. (laughs) And there's the other side that are like, I didn't hear from the Lord. I cannot move my feet. You know? (laughs) And so for me, I'm the, the former. And so I often take big audacious action and it's been a learned practice to pause. I actually have something called the four P's which I'm sure Michelle, you've seen in in the program, but it's to pause because I want to move. I want to go. I'm like, someone said a thing that must be from God. Let me get to it. So I go pause, Stephanie, pray, bring it to God. Was that from you? Please, you know, give me your wisdom. Give me your discernment on this. If should I do it? Is this the right decision? Um, And then third is wise counsel. So it's people seek those wise people. And lastly is plan. 
because God is not a God of confusion. So there's always a next right step in the way that he wants you to move. It's not messy. And sometimes it is, but for the most part, God's got the next right step pretty clearly laid out for you. And you just get in the way of that. So I learned the hard way that whenever I take action without doing my four P's, it's chaotic. It often is not fruitful Mm -hmm. sometimes, but then you can tell by like the taste of the fruit. I'm like, oh, this doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. I feel so stressed. My family is suffering because of this thing that I did, or this is the wrong room. I'm in the wrong room. This isn't my right, the right tribe for me. I must've moved before God. So I did, I did that a lot more in my past than I'm doing now because I've learned those hard lessons through that. And I know that God's way, what, what's been proven to me is God's way, while it was always scary, always scary, scary to get on the stage, scared, like his way was always, even though scary, very peaceful, mm. like very fruitful mm-hmm. versus when I would do it my way, it was like, like I said, chaotic or high stress or I had to strive so hard to make it actually work for me. So those were the differentiators that taught me just lean in and let God lead you. That's so good. I coming from a a recovering striver, (laughs) um, I can totally relate to, um, learning the hard way that I just need to check in with him. And I think it's really easy for us as ambitious go-getter types to just go, Oh, well, you gave me the next step. Okay. Boom. I'm going to go for it. And I can't tell you, I received two or three different prophetic words about starting a podcast. And the first one that I received was right before the pandemic, actually it was, um, uh, March, like, yeah, March 1st or 2nd of 2020. And, um, and I was thinking to myself, Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a word from the Lord. Like I, I need to, to do it. And so I tried, this is guys, this is actually my third podcast. <laughs> oh my so gosh. <laughs> this is my third one because yes. I started, I started one on my phone. Um, and I just, you know, thought like I came up with all the concepts, all the ideas and, and it lasted for all of two or three days before I realized, <laughs> nope, that's not, not going to work. <laughs> and then the second one that I did, um, that lasted for maybe a week before I was like, nope. And I think what it comes down to is timing, like mm. timing, just because God says a thing doesn't mean that it's supposed to happen exactly at this, this moment. So what you stated with the four P's, um, there was this, this moment for me where it became very apparent that the Lord was saying, okay, no, this is, the, this is the time and I'm going to equip you to do it by bringing forth podcast pro university. That's what I went through guys plug in there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Thank you. So sweet. Yeah, no. So, um, so I'm glad that you, that you pointed that out. So, um, tell me this now that you're kind of in that healthier place where you're not swinging from one end of the pendulum of jumping before God to the other, where it's like analysis paralysis, I'm going to wait until God parts the sky. Mm -hmm. Um, how do you, balance being a goal oriented, you know, um, driven in a good way entrepreneur with trusting and resting in God's favor as this child and kind of doing things from that, that spirit led, um, place. Like, what does that look like for you today in, in your business walk? So I think for me, what it has fully come down to is the question of like, am I fully trusting 
in this that I'm doing right now? Like, am I fully trusting? Mm -hmm. Because anytime we're really struggling in something, it comes back to the lack of trust. So I can be called to business and great at growing a company. And that's what God's called me to do. But then I can lean into that, becoming, becoming an idol in my life, becoming Mm -hmm. something that I'm sinfully obsessing over. Mm -hmm. Right. Versus maybe somebody who goes, oh, I'm supposed to shepherd a family. This is what I'm called to do. I need to make the meals and homeschool the children. And that's the call. But then you start obsessing and it becomes the idolatry of the thing that God's actually crafted for you. And that's what the enemy wants. He wants you to cross the line. Yeah. And so how I carefully balance that is I'm constantly checking with God. Like you, you mentioned the Mm check-in, you know, for me, and I want to segue into this in a second, like hearing from God is not one dimensional. It's not like every day I have to sit down and do the exact same thing with God. I have to, I have to learn this scripture and then apply the script, like, which I do a lot of the times. Cause I enjoy that method of connection with him. But sometimes it's like, Hey God, I'm having a really hard time resting. Like, I just really need you to come in and guide me in my next right step right now. Sometimes it's like my kids are on my ever loving nerves, Lord, like, please, Holy spirit drop in and help me communicate with my son. Like Mm -hmm. I am in constant communication with him and that's where I've learned, like, this does not have to look one way. And it's this constant checks and balance. It's the constant invitation of like more of him and less of me Mm -hmm. in my prayer life and in my intentionality, recognizing quickly when I'm leaning into like human stuff, like I really want to be doing this other thing right now. That's more natural for me. Like podcasting versus like going out and throwing the football with my kid. But like, God's calling me to go throw the football. Like I want to go be present with my son, but like the inside of me is struggling. Lord lead me. What is the right thing to do? And every time, every time he leads me in the right way, right. He's like, go daughter, yeah, get outside in that cold and throw that football. <laughs> and I do it. And I'm, I'm deeply blessed. And here's the other thing I noticed, Michelle, when I'm obedient in that, even though maybe it's not the thing I want to do, but it's what God says to do. Mm-hmm. And when I say God says, it's either a feeling, it's an emotion, it's a whisper, or it's a word. And the word can come from people in your life, from scripture that you read, or it sometimes can even be an audible whisper. Depends on everybody's different. Everybody communicates with God in different, beautiful ways because everybody has their own beautifully handcrafted connection with him. But there will be fruit on the thing that I left. Right. So like, I'll go do the thing God said, like throw the football in the cold. And I'm like, but I don't want to. And he's like, daughter, I said quality time. And I go and I come back to a sale or I come back to an opportunity or I come back to to more favor on the business. He's got the stuff you think you have to obsess over. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I learned through all that. You just took us to church. He's got the thing that you think you need to obsess over. That is powerful. I'm so glad too, that you mentioned kind of the, I I call them listening styles, the way that God uh, speaks to us. So there's that telepathically, you know, hearing it as thought, um, his voice is a thought, but it's not your own thought. Um, There's the feeling unction of the spirit, kind of the inner knowing, right? Um, Audible, which God bless you guys. Have you ever heard God speak audibly? I don't think, I don't think directly. Yeah. Yeah. Me either. Like, I feel Um, like I'll have like a whisper, but then I'm like, is that my thought? Like, I don't think I've heard do this, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but like, I've heard God speak directly to me through a scripture. Yeah. And it's more of like a, like you said, telepathically almost like, Mm -hmm. oh, that was specific for this situation. Or sometimes a friend will say something to me and I'm like, oh, that was a word of the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I love it when that happens, when 
others are speaking to me and I can immediately know, oh, wow, God just put that in your mouth. Like, it's like, he just used you as a mouthpiece. Sometimes I'll ask God, can you do more of that? Please? <laughs> yes. it just it's so easy for me to best to saying. Yeah. Um, and then other ways, you know, images. So sometimes we see things in our mind's eye um, and uh, music. I actually did an episode with somebody who hears God through lyrics of songs, secular yeah. or worship, which is wow. really cool. Um, but so yeah, cool. so I'm glad that, glad that you mentioned that. Um, and I also love that you, you mentioned being a mom and how, um, what a high calling, rich calling that is, and that God is giving you capacity to navigate that and showing you, okay, when to do what, which yeah. is what I'm gleaning from you right now of like, when yeah. am I to dedicate time to doing what in your bio, you mentioned that you're a boundary boundary, uh, queen, like you're really good at setting boundaries, yeah. right? Yeah. And, um, how, how has that process been for you? over the years, like were there, I'm assuming there had to be some hard lessons that you learned to be able to establish those boundaries and, and stick to them for the sake of your business, your health, your family. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, um, being the personality that I am, I've always been a leader. I've always been from, from a very young age, I was the kid like in drama class, Mm-hmm. yelling at everybody. I'm like, Bob, you're the tree. Stop talking. Like Mary, that's not your line. Like I'm bossy. I'm, I'm a big presence. I'm, I'm that person. And I have been that way since I'm little. And so I've known like there's it's, we always have these natural anointings mm-hmm. and I've had a natural anointing on me that I'm going to be just a leader and a speaker from the beginning. Yeah. And so what happens is our natural anointing, when we get into that space, like I said before, like it's what feels good, but mm. it's supposed to, mm-hmm. it's the thing that God's blessed you in. It's often the calling work of your life that impacts people, but it's not all that he's created you for. Yeah. So we have to be so careful and so aware of, I'm going to go thrive in my calling, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to become it. I'm not going to become the call because now I miss all these other purpose work things that God has for me, which are the hands and feet, being the mom, being the present wife, going and giving, taking my friend's suit because she lost someone in her life, even though I don't really have time for that right now, like making the call because it's inconvenient. Like all these other pieces that God's called over my life purpose work, like those have to happen for fulfillment and fullness to take place. Yeah. Yeah. So I think or the enemy wants me to think like fullness and purpose only take place when you become the call, when that's a hundred percent of the time and the focus and you reach success. Cause that's, what's inside my heart, the yearning that I have, mm-hmm. but God says, I will give you that. And, and this and more mm-hmm. and the relationship and the fruitfulness with your kids and the beautiful blessed friendship, like, and, 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 and when I grow enough spiritually and become aware that I don't, I can let go. It's mm-hmm. the release. It's the ungripping of your hands and go, let me just sit in this with you, God. How do I balance these different things that you gifted me in and then create boundaries to protect them? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the question I started asking because I felt guilty because I wanted to live in the call work and the guilt was not the guilt was a warning sign. I call them discernment alarms daughter, you got it wrong. Mm. You are misfocused right now on what I have for you. And so I, why do I feel this way? 
let me ask God, God, why do I feel guilty? But I'm making excuses around why it's okay for me to work with my laptop, even though we're just all watching a movie. Or God, it's okay for me to drink and have anxiety because I must have anxiety for other reasons. But why are the discernment alarms going off? It's because your boundaries are off. Yeah. Focuses are wrong. They're misplaced. And so I started paying really close attention to those things and having awareness around when I feel that discernment alarm emotion. Mm -hmm. And then I would ask God, what do you want for this situation? And I will do it. And he made himself very clear you know, and I became sober and I turn off my computer at four o'clock and I do not work on the weekends unless I just want to, and my, like whatever's happening there. But mm-hmm. I created serious boundaries about around what God said. So good. Those are the boundaries I build. What does God say? I live it. I breathe it. I fail at it. And then I get back up and, and recommit. Yo, are you sure you didn't miss your calling as a pastor? <laughs> as a preacher? That was so good. You can receive it, Michelle, whatever God says. (laughs) That was brilliant. Well, um, I know we're coming to the end of our time and I I definitely want to honor and respect your time. So um, for those of you who are interested um, or for those of our our listeners and and viewers who are interested in connecting with you, your work, learning about Podcast Pro University, all the things that that you offer, where can they find you and where can they connect with you? Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute honor. Thank you for your beautiful interviewing skills. Um, Come on over friends and check out the podcast. It's called online business for Christian women. And it is all of this and more. It's how to get partnered with God to grow a business, get clear on what he is calling you to do, but then how to create that with boundaries in alignment with God in your life. And then how to build an audience on heaven's timeline instead of what the world says and how they say that you should build and grow and scale and make money and be fruitful for the kingdom of God. So online business for Christian women is the podcast. And then I have a website, stephaniegas.com where I have all the free things, all the checklists and freebies and other ways that you can be blessed and grow as a, a striving entrepreneur or um, woman that just wants to live your life with God at the forefront. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um, Not to put you on the spot, but would you mind yeah. just praying for our listeners, those who may listen and yeah, absolutely. Lord, thank you so much for this time today with Michelle. I just thank you for always knowing exactly what needs to be said and how to say it. Mm -hmm. And I just ask father that you would just blow a fresh wind on all of the spirits of the listeners, that they would just have an excited anticipation of how you're moving and growing in their lives to open their eyes and experience you in new, unique, beautiful, loving ways that will refresh them, that will give them hope and just vision for the future. Lord, I pray that you will constantly remind us that you are near, that your presence is felt and realized in their lives. And that we recognize we have full anointing and power through you and the Holy spirit to live a life of favor and beauty, a life that is full and whole. And we receive that and we decree and declare it in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Um, thank you so much for joining me on this episode, Stephanie. So appreciate it. And again, guys, for those of you watching, um, you can find Stephanie on her podcast. You can also find her on her website, um, stephaniegas.com. I will put all of the details in the episode uh, show notes. And of course, hop back on our next episode. We're here every single week. God bless guys. Bye. Hey, fam, fam. I want to thank you for taking the time to watch this episode. I really, really hoped that you were blessed by it. If this taught you anything, 
about hearing God more clearly, about listening to him with other people. If it inspired you watching other people connect with the voice of God, I want to encourage you share this show. Don't be greedy. Don't keep this all to yourself. Share this show. Let other people know about the prophetic listening podcast, share it on your social, text a friend about it, bring it up in conversation, whatever that looks like for you. Also, if you could do me a huge solid and leave a review, guys, that helps increase visibility. There is nothing like word of mouth traction. So please leave a review. Lastly, if you want to connect with me on social media, you can hit me up on Instagram at the Michelle Honora. You can also find my work, my resources, my e-courses, as well as the certification program on www.propheticlistening.com. Thank you again. Tune into the next episode. We're here every week. Can't wait to see you on the flip side. God bless.